0: welcome to the mastering mindfulness institute a place to stop diet sabotage and create a life of balance i'm your host gina werfel registered dietitian and master of human nutrition let's dive in Everybody, welcome back. Today I am so excited to share this very intimate interview that I had with Ian. Ian has been in the Mastering Mindfulness program, and he was willing to share his really intimate experience about his life. And he is truly one of the most inspiring people I've ever met. He has this really beautiful dedication to understand himself, and he's so brilliant. And he has had such an extraordinary journey from overcoming uh, substance abuse and his journey around food addiction and finding um, freedom. And it's a really beautiful story. So feel free to listen on in and hear the amazing experience from Ian and his wonderful wisdom. Hey everybody! I'm Gina Warfel, registered dietitian with Mastering Mindfulness, and I'm so excited today. I get to sit down with Ian Ovens, and I'm really excited because um, I have been wanting to actually do this for a long time. I didn't tell you this, but I have been dying to actually have this opportunity to sit with you and just like have a really open, honest conversation about the experience of what is it like learning how to like connect with our bodies. And you've been in my program for a while now. Um, let's see, was that uh, probably six months? Mu- no, probably about seven, eight months now, mm-hmm. I yep. think. Yep. And what I, why I'm so excited to get to dig into this with you is because you're number one, you're one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Like you have a really amazing story and you have this like deep, drive and passion for like understanding yourself and every time you understand yourself you're like I'm going to share it with the world you know like you're so open about sharing the experience and sharing the process so I'm just so excited to talk about it with you today
1: awesome yeah thank you Gina um cool yeah no I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to talking a little bit about um kind of what we've gone through together and um yeah and I can I can share a little bit maybe about um background and what happened before, before we got started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. I mean, let's see, I met you about eight months ago and you were kind of in this really deep path of of self-discovery then. Um, what, what was it, what has your life kind of been like maybe around that time or a little bit before that? I mean, you can go all the way back if you want.
1: Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, when we, when we met, I was, um, yeah i'll I'll go ahead and share the whole story so the the whole story is that uh i i've dealt with um weight and food issues but also substance abuse and kind of like just the variety of dependencies that people can have um i've pretty much had them and uh when we met i had been going through kind of intensive work to deal with um substance abuse i'm a father i mean like i I'm a business owner. I've got a lot of people that count on me and I I'm really dedicated to dealing with stuff. And, um, uh, basically had been trying to kind of have, have something work for me. And so, yeah, when we connected at that event, um, and I really connected with your, uh, compassion and your, um, kind of openness and how easy it was to talk to you. And like that you, you weren't there was like, you know, there was no judgment or anything. It was like, yeah, people deal with this. And it was just kind of talking about that. And so I was I like, it, I was curious about what it is that you did. We talked about it a little bit, but I wanted to know more. And so- yeah.
0: Do you think that the, like the substance abuse and, and food issues, do you think that those go hand in hand or is it like a handoff of like one is up and then the other is up and then one is up and then, like how far back does that go for you?
1: So I, I would say that they are. I would say that they are, um, for me, in my experience, they're they're uh, fairly unified. Um, there's a there is a similarity in um, wanting to be okay and finding ways to be okay that don't really work. And I think that the eating stuff, which has which has been you know, a range from roughly pretty healthy and constructive to extremely dysfunctional, um, and then, you know, substance abuse. And so, like, yeah, depending on what was going on in my life and what was going on around me, it could be kind of one or the other, but they definitely, um, they definitely affect each other. And actually, um, uh, substance abuse stuff would upset my life a lot, and then um, it would be really hard for me to, like, eat well, so it would actually exaggerate a lot of the food stuff. Um, which, you know, um, which kind of was a, was a whole process. Like that would, I would feel worse then I'd eat worse then I would look worse. I would be moving. And so I would go through, you know, a process of kind of where things would get bad enough to where I'd start to work on stuff and then mm-hmm. things would get better. And then, you know, I'd feel a little better and then I'd get a little bit more confident and then things would go a lot better and Then, um, you know, usually at some point, um, I would reach a breaking point and then I'd go through the process again. And that would be uh, over like months. Um, I wasn't, uh, as far as substance abuse, it was like a, it was like a, you know, 10 time a year thing. Um, you know, ish, uh, it wasn't like an all the time thing. And, Mm. uh, but food, but food was, food had perpetually been something that I felt like was a problem for me. And that's kind of, that's kind of where we were at. Um, when, when we got started.
0: Yeah. And how, do you mind sharing, like, about how old were you when you felt like this really started to, like, with substance abuse or how old does that start?
1: Well, so, I mean, um, you know, uh, yeah, so the the story there is, you know, my mother, who's a wonderful person, incredibly loving, um, you know, we had a codependent relationship. So she, she had a codependent relationship with her father, who was an alcoholic. And this is just the way that this stuff goes. Um, she was used to taking care of an alcoholic father. And then my, my mother saw me as having a lot of issues. I had challenges. I may be autism spectrum disorder. I think that I probably am. And so I had a lot of harder time with like people and like feeling out of place. And I had just a lot of, I just had a lot of difficulties. So it was really easy for her to put her attention into me. And so dependency started with emotional dependency. Um, and then Same. it moved to food by the time I was, around 12 and then um yeah then as far as substance abuse it was I got whooping cough and I was on I was on uh you know narcotics for for whooping cough to treat you know very severe cough for a long time and so that's how I got started on substances so I was 15 and wow. you know um didn't really have an understanding of substance abuse and um yeah so I was buying pain pills as a 15 year old and everybody's getting their wisdom wow. teeth out so yeah and that's, that's how it started it and the idea that I could put something in my mouth or, you know, take something and it would make me feel better. That was when it started because, um, because I had a, I had a hard time back then dealing with people and then it got a lot worse because I was sick all the time. But basically I was, I was high for months on end uh, as a kid and I felt great and all the problems were gone. I didn't have to go to school. And then I went back to school and I was depressed and I was even more alienated and I was behind. Um, and that was really where it got started. So, oh. yeah. So, you know, and and um, I had, I started around twelve. I was overweight, and so, you know, it was um, it was it, it was pretty you know pretty early on. Maybe even earlier that I started to get overweight. Maybe like eleven or so. Yeah.
0: I mean, I think that even like middle school, high school days are a nightmare for most people. And then on top of that, you add in stuff like that. I can't imagine working in just being a middle schooler or a high schooler and working in emotions and people and, and how awful some people are too. And then you're working in the substance abuse and body issues and things like that must've been a really challenging time.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like I didn't make it easier. I mean, I, um, you know, I was, I wasn't particularly good with people, but I was like, I had my ways of getting what i wanted out of situations and so you know i mean like again like you know i I look at it through the lens of autism spectrum disorder because it really helped me to under to understand like why why it was also confusing and why i was so alienated and why it was like like i just had a hard time like figuring out how to be around people and not say the wrong thing or whatever else it was just like it was just kind of a constant thing um but yeah no i mean like the the substances and everything like that it really didn't occur to me how that was playing a role in my life until much much later um really it wasn't until I was well into my adult life with substance abuse issues where I was like oh I had substance abuse issues as a 15 year old like oh well of course of course my adult life's been chaotic and difficult so yeah yeah so good
0: was it ever at a point where you did any kind of like programs or rehab for anything like that um no I put
1: myself through stuff just cause yeah. I had, um, I had some, I had some. Uh, basically, I just had very bad results with uh, relationships, and I had very, yeah. very bad results in certain places of business. And so I started to uh, do some programs. I started doing um, dialectic behavioral therapy, and some. And then I did. I've done a bunch of uh, coaching programs for like personal mm-hmm. performance stuff. Um, uh, like landmark, I did in 2013, and so I, I was. I was engaged, but the behavior was outside of my view for quite a while. And it was, uh, what the process was first getting to a point where it was so bad that I realized I had to make a difference. I had to make a change. Um, and then um, uh, I actually started writing a book. I was like, oh, I'll just write a book about it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, how can I write a book? Like, I didn't even realize I didn't know how to deal with it until I started writing a book. And I was like... Oh, and this is how you do this. Like this is how you this is how you change a habit you can't change. And I was like, like, uh, how do you do that? I'm not doing that. Like <laughs> <laughs> this this habit's the same. Uh so funny. And so um, you know, that's where that's where the conversation started to get onto um, like I would see myself in behavior and I'd already be doing it. So I'd already I, I would already be alienated and say you using drugs and I would not know how I got there I would be bewildered and confused and probably very it it started to become very frightening because I I had no awareness for when that process started it felt like it it, because of that it felt like it would just happen and like I was out of control Mm -hmm. it wasn't until much later where I started to do work where I learned about like trauma and you know previous traumatic experiences of mine um you know abusive situations that I'd been in things that had been really pretty severe that, um, kind of, kind of defined my life and, uh, that, that I was reliving those things. And, um, if I got triggered that, you know, the trigger could happen, uh, days or weeks before I would really begin, like could, and it would, but once I was triggered, uh, my behavior would, would get me to where I needed to be so that I could, get away so that I could you know uh basically isolate myself and try to feel better For like using safety you. right yeah
0: yeah uh yeah
1: yeah it was safety yeah it was safety it was relief it was uh it was just being it was a it was a kind of an okay it was escaping yeah. my thoughts and who I was um yeah. because uh because really I wasn't okay with who I was because of those traumatic experiences oh.
0: How would you like side by side compare like, or if you even can like the intensity of like drug abuse and food abuse or or, like a craving for it or an addiction for it? Are they similar is one way stronger than the other? I mean, I've had, I've had, um,
1: you know, I mean, like I, I, so I had a diagnosed eating disorder. And so, um, there were times where those events i had a, I had another diet coach a few years ago and i was i was trying to change the behavior and i was like uh it was it was super intense um because i i had yet i hadn't yet even dealt with any of the trauma or anything and um uh so i had an event where like it was it was like it was like late at night like uh, binging and purging multiple times and my, my diet coach's reaction was wow like eyes open and I and I, I know that mm-hmm. she didn't intend to give me that but um but I can understand why as well because it's really it's really hard to understand why a person would do that and you know that was beyond the scope of what her experience was um uh so those experiences have been I mean at least as intense I mean like they're they're I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that either one of them was particularly more intense they were they were at an intensity of greater than my capacity to process them so both of them were out of scope for um both of them were out of scope from what behavior from like behavior like behavior and then like process so like i didn't have a way to like process what was happening and deal with it except except through um mechanical traumatic response was all that i had and so, like mm-hmm. that, that, the quality of an experience like that is uh, being out of control. And those experiences yeah. are kind of all like they're just off the charts, kind of good experiences. For, right. for, if you're healthy, there's, there's, you know, everything charts somewhere. Uh, yeah. These, these would be out of the bounds of what I could actually handle. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what was it like, um, trying to be able, I know that you've like, you've wanted to like lose weight or you've had times where you're like, I'm doing great or I'm not doing great. Like, what were you doing at the time to try? Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I've lost,
1: I I lost 60 pounds in six months once. And, um, you know, I did keto Um, I, I was, I was diagnosed ADHD. So I was on Adderall that helped a lot. Um, you know, kind of, (laughs) uh, and, uh, you know, so I do, I would do diets. Um, I do CrossFit. I've done CrossFit for like seven years because, uh, really wanted to get super, like, I mean, like I had this idea, like, of this is where my value will come from. And, um, so, I mean, like I went all the way from, uh, being like 27 years old, and like probably 40 45 percent body fat, very no no athletic experience to um, a, a competitive CrossFit athlete um, mm. over over a few years with multiple serious injuries because I was not taking care of myself um, in it um, and and even when I there was a, there was actually a point where I was like a very competitive athlete um, uh what one of the top athletes at a crossfit gym mm-hmm. and i did not feel good about myself mm-hmm. um i felt i still felt really bad i never i never mm-hmm. really recognized that people would say stuff about me yep. and how i looked and i would be like i would literally be like you're just being nice like, yep it wasn't, it didn't, yeah. it, it didn't land. So
0: I yeah. totally resonate with that too. There are so, there are so many people are just holding on for like the, I will be happy when, or I will love myself when, like when I hit this point, when I hit this point. And I remember years like chasing the same thing of being like 120 pounds and not being happy with my body and actually creating more like damage harm to my body because I had to work out so hard, like I'd wake up in the morning and it didn't matter if my body was sore, or it didn't feel good, or if it wasn't the right day to work out. Like I had to completely shut off that communication and just push through what I had to do to feel good about myself. And if I missed that workout, I felt terrible about myself.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, like, yeah, I, it's funny too, because like, I didn't even get to enjoy being like right. a great athlete. And I was, a, I was, a, I was a great athlete. And it's like, I look back uh, later and I was like, whoa, that sucks. Like I was doing awesome stuff Um, and I felt, yeah, terrible about it. I felt terrible about it. Um, Yeah. And then to that, to that, to that note, I, I, uh, I ruptured two discs twice. I, uh, in my, in my lumbar, I ruptured discs in my cervical spine. That sounds so painful. I broke my hand. I broke my foot Uh, like, like this is all CrossFit injuries. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, and then just multiple other, like, you know, whatever, quad, quad tear, hamstring tear. Oh my gosh. And, and the, you know, and, and it was, and so like, I would be out, I'd be, <laughs> I was in and out so often. And then when I was in, I was trying to make up for being out. So I was like pushing too hard. And so, yeah, no, um, I got lucky cause I, I managed to rehabilitate my injuries, but they, my back was so severe. I actually had a, uh, orthopedic surgeon tell me that I'd be in a wheelchair last year um Mm -hmm. I was I was able to rehab myself but you know it's still pretty severe that to have somebody tell you something like that so yeah yeah so so that's how far in the direction of like probably probably there's lots of people who like if they had what I had at the time they'd be like wow I would have all my physical goals met and I'd be so happy if I just what did it feel like
0: internally at the time um
1: I was not present to much. I really was so desperate to show up a certain way. Like, I mean, I would date people that weren't right for me. I would be around people who weren't right for me. I would try to get validation wherever I could. And, you know, I wasn't I wasn't very present with my life at all. So yeah. I mean, that was kind of how that was.
0: Yeah. yeah. And did any of those things last a long time? Do you feel like they were reasonable to do or when you were doing well, extremes?
1: Uh, like what, like CrossFit or did that last? or Like what CrossFit
0: or dieting or like when you were doing keto, oh, like head, oh, those things that, that are maintainable, do you think?
1: Well, so, you know, it's funny because these days I'm not on keto, but I love low carb mm-hmm. and I'm not doing intermittent fasting, but I fast all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I am not on a program, Yeah. but, uh, there are parts of all of those that I like found that I really liked, mm-hmm. but I'm not confining myself to them. Um, because I love the way that they make me feel. And so, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I did, I mean, like I'm doing CrossFit, I love CrossFit, but I'm not doing it. Like I'm really giving myself a break. Um, I just, I just started up again. Uh, just been very, I've been very inspired lately. And so, um, you know, uh, that I, I've, been, I've been doing more of it but this time you know uh this time through you know i had an experience yesterday where i was looking at the weight on the bar and this is how i've hurt myself before and uh you know looking around and having this like you know conversation about like you know it's an ego conversation is this you know what is somebody going to see this and like you know not like trying to have it deliberately but just automatically wondering these things and being curious and then like you know as opposed to before where that would be really drive the experience now and now it's like none of those other the people have to go home with my body just me you know the only thing the only thing the only person here whose workout is consequential in their life like in this room is me and starting to internalize that stuff you know which you know of course this comes out of a lot of our experiences in the program so that's so it's kind of changing so it's like yes i'm doing some of the same things that i was before um Mm -hmm. yes the existence of some of the fasting and diets and stuff like no well in the past they would come and go and it'd be extreme and off i'd be confining and be forcing and that didn't work and i'd go through a lot of yo-yos and stuff these days though i've been able to take the things that i like about it and it's more like the huge breakthroughs um, which, you know, as we talk about the program, we'll kind of go into have led to me being able to take the stuff that I like yeah, and like, just look at it from a standpoint of like what, what, what's going to be like, what do I like? And like, what's going to yeah. be a good experience. And honestly, it's like, it's so much easier. Like I'm just, I don't have to like. I don't have to qualify if it's the right thing. It's like, yeah. I just know here's the outcome that I'm looking for. Okay, this will get me there. You know. Yes, that's
0: so spot on. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because that's so spot on. Because I used to be in the same place of you, of Laura. Like I would create a rule in my head, and I would get so fixated on like I am supposed to be fasting for this many hours, and I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And then like end up losing control because I could never honor my body. Like I was focusing on a rule and the same thing with keto. Like I would do keto and I would get so focused on the number and the rule. And it was the least control I've ever had over food in my life. And my weight was the lowest. And then it was the highest. And it was like this, like, because I was trying so hard to focus on the rule. And now I do the same kind of thing. Like some days I might be fasting some days. Like I actually love going on the lower carb side. Like my body feels really good doing that. But what a huge difference in shifting from like, uh, learning about what my body likes and honoring that versus like, don't trust you know, only do what you're supposed to do. You know, it's like right. you're sending your brain to do your body's job. And then there's this right. fight in this war. Like yeah. body is telling me one thing, <laughs> brain is telling me another. And then there's this war. And you're like, why is there a fight with my body and my food?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and and it's miserable. And the and the outcome of that fight is like failure and like defeat and shame. And yep. that was what I went through. And that was what I mean, like, and when we got started in the program, that's what I was still going through. And yeah. so, you know um you know so that kind of you know I'd done the diets um I was kind of I was in the therapy I had gotten an understanding of what like my cycles and processes were like um and then we got started at the program and you know what did you first the think
0: when you first met me like had you ever heard of anything of like what I was doing or like what what were your initial thoughts when we first met well, and I started telling you about what I do
1: well the the girl that did the oh to my eating benches was doing something had a similar intention but i didn't i mean like you know the difference to me was that i felt totally i had a feeling of, of being accepted by by you i had confidence mm. i i i just had a good feeling after meeting you. um mm. i i felt like it was a good place to put my trust so i mean um uh i had a i had a casual awareness of oh, it's about acceptance and it's about like getting to know your body and stuff like that. But um, the way that it was, so the way that it occurred for me when we started was like, um, I'm going to learn this stuff and then I'll stop being all effed up. Like I, it, like uh, like this stuff will fix it. And if, if I do it right, then I can lose weight, which will be great because then I'll finally feel good um that's that's kind of I mean so my concept of the program was like oh here's like information and facts that are like just things that you don't know because you're just bad at stuff and mm-hmm. that's the reason why everything sucks and mm-hmm. so you'll just learn this you'll just you'll just learn this stuff and then once you learn it then you'll be good at stuff and then and then there'll be no problem mm-hmm. so it was like that was like which you know as it turns out is not how it worked out at all
0: but <laughs> There's a there's a little bit of truth there. I mean, there's a little there, bit of like sometimes there's some things that you just need to know in practice, but yeah, the yeah, grand yeah. scheme, yes, there's a lot more than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. The where the value is, I think, is in, um, is in actually that it's to, it's different. Like it's a very different what it is. What it all comes down to, it's not learn some stuff, do better, and finally feel okay about yourself. You know, it's not. It's not, uh, this, you know, what I got from your program was, you know, it's about if you can, if you can learn what it's like to take care of yourself, then you won't have to worry about whether or not you're okay. You don't have to worry about whether or not you have value. You don't have to worry about later when you'll be in the right shape. Am I okay? Because what you're doing is showing yourself you're okay. And yeah. um, that like, you know, um as we started the program um and we started to get into it i mean like in the first three months i don't i don't actually probably in the first two months i probably i don't even know if i wrote uh the first the first section is about finding your why and i think that i barely even did it like i mean i i had a hard time spending time on myself at all like that Mm -hmm. um and i got a lot less out of the program because because there was an obstacle um sorry i just have to check right. i just have to see okay cool uh there was an obstacle to me um uh you know uh, participating which was um i i still didn't yet like have an understanding of what the um of what that of what the payoff would be like i was just like okay i'll do this work and then i won't eat too
0: much you know Mm -hmm. um which probably felt like homework then because it's like I have to do the task and then I'll get the results
1: well and I might have even avoided it because like to be honest I mean like that sounds like a threat you know I mean people talk to you about not doing drugs when drugs are what make you feel better and that's a threat and people will you know
0: people can great point
1: yeah well and you know so people can like compartmentalize for the people that they care about you know oh yeah oh yeah, I will do better. But that's not the whole story. The whole story is like, if, if that's all you know, if that's the way that your life works is that you find balance through a behavior, that behavior is integrated. And so you, you can say, oh, I won't do this. But at some point, the way that I describe it is at some point you have to take a breath. You can hold your breath for people. You know, you love them, you'll hold your breath. And maybe you can hold your breath for a while. But if right. you don't have any way to bring in oxygen, you're going to have to breathe. And what people do when they try to get themselves into something to change a behavior is they just try not breathing. And, you know, and for me. Oh,
0: my God. I love that analogy. That's so spot on. Um, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, what they
1: what what. So, I mean, honestly, I was probably avoided it because pizza is good and you know, I was, I made a joke about um, one of my, one of my, when I was really dealing with um, substances, I was like, fuck it. You know, I'm having medicinal pizzas. Like these are, oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> now you're fine.
1: Oh, you're fine. <laughs> um, I uh, Sorry, everybody. Um, this is real talk. Guessing. Okay. Yeah. It's fine. I, I was, I, you know, I would, I would, I had that available. It was a way that I could, I could give myself something when I didn't feel anything else. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm dealing with all this other stuff. I'm dealing with the substance abuse. So I'm going to, you know, not die, but hey, I'll eat a whole pizza. And it was worse, but it, it, that I had, I could give myself something out of my tiny inventory of things I could give myself that made it better for a while. And that for a while was pretty small, but it was enough for me to feel like that was something I had to control over. And so, yeah, so that, that might've slowed me down to getting started. Um, you know, then then once we got started to the program, um, the material did start to work, and there was actually um, there's a big part of like the way that we interacted that led to a huge breakthrough in uh, the substance stuff for me, which was um, you know the way that you you know the compassion that you bring to um, hey yeah this is something that you're doing but like you know it's we don't we don't have to be Angry at ourselves, we don't have to fight ourselves, we can accept ourselves, we can trust ourselves. Um, uh, I had gotten to a point in my development where I was like, I don't actually get triggered. I, like, substances were no longer a trigger for me. It wasn't like I had to do it. And it was actually kind of hard for me to deal with because, like, I had to acknowledge that I just wanted to do it still. And so there was another piece there, which was like, why am I holding on to this that I had to process? And um, I had to learn to trust myself and part of learning to trust myself was and this is the hardest part for me is that like having that impulse where like i like you know oh i i have an impulse to eat a pizza so how can i trust myself well you're gonna have to trust yourself and you're gonna have impulses to eat pizza you know and yeah if you eat a pizza it's gonna have a consequence well for me it was i'm gonna have impulses to you know use substances and if i use substances it could, it could cost me my life. And, but I had to trust myself. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go through this process. And so I ended up going through the same process for myself and like seeing that there were outcomes. Like I had to trust myself. Okay. You really want to do this thing. What's there for you? You know, like, instead of like being like, no, Ian bad, don't do it. It was like, why, why do you, why does this matter? You know? And you, you even said that, what do you like, listen to yourself when you're eating, yeah. what is the, what is, what is your body trying to tell you? And, you know, and I was able to see, um, you know, I was able to see that, you know, I just, I just wanted to feel better, you know, and that that I knew that I could have that, that experience, and that it was something that I was so comfortable with, but it was something that I still held on to. And, you know, and so instead of pushing it away, I was like, okay, well, if you're going to do that, what's all the consequences of this? What's every consequence you're going to have to deal with? You know, all right, maybe you're going to keep doing this, then what do you have to deal with? And taking the time to really go through what the consequences were, which um, as a father would be, you know, perhaps dying or, um, you know, no longer being able to be a parent somehow. Um, and, you know, dealing with all those things, putting my, putting my affairs in order if I were to die, writing a letter to explain the situation to a child that I might've left behind. But, you know, what that was, it was, it was an opportunity for me to, actually let myself be accept myself not eat myself and as soon as i did that that went away and that was no longer something that i was holding on to and so that you know kind of led into you know the bigger breakthroughs with the food stuff um later because um i started to look into that and actually one of your coaching programs really helped me um which was you know um after all the stuff kind of like so stuff is really settled for me. But um I had I had an experience where um I I was I was um I had an inclination to be romantically interested in somebody and I was looking at my body and I was recognizing that there was still something off about it. And um I was actually listening to one of your programs and it was about what was it perception balancing. Mm-hmm and I was like, well, why is it like? What is it that like? Because I was, I was uh, fantasizing, and I was, and with perception balancing, it's like, well, what is this offering to me? And like, I realized, you know, oh, like, you know, this is a dependency. This is another type of dependency. It was that I was dependent on somebody else validating me for me to even see that it's possible for me to be really happy and joyful, or for me to have love in my life, and it, you know, it doesn't work. And I knew that it wouldn't work, and so. I had to take another look at everything. I had to take a look at my body and be like, look, there's something, it's not that you're not valuable because your body looks this way. But for me, it's like, there's a life that I want to live where I'm in a type of partnership. And that type of partnership is going to ask something of me that I'm not doing. And like, that's the the type of partnership I want. Mm -hmm. So if that's the case, then there's something for me to do here. But it's not about hating myself for being the wrong body. Um. Yeah, and that was when you know it kind of it suddenly occurred to me like like I have to create this for myself. I have to create for myself that I that I'm loved, that I'm deserving of love, and that joy and that's something that I'm I'm going to have in my life and it's going to come from me. Um, and so that's when that's when I realized okay, well, I have to be inspired. I've got to be inspired by myself. I have to. You know, the, this is, like, I have to, like, an opportunity um, if, 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 if this is something that I'm going to get. This is a way to get get it, is that I could just have this stuff inspire me. And somehow, um, all of a sudden, all of your other coaching kind of made sense, and I could just be doing stuff, you know. And, I mean, all the time in the classrooms and all the conversations, it took, it took a lot of time and a community for it to finally click and then it clicked. And then all of a sudden, it's like night and day. It's completely different.
0: And what do you think is that, like, what is that light bulb moment? Like, what is the click? Because a lot of people do that where there's resistance, they're kind of resisting, really leaning into it. They're resisting the material. And then they hit this moment of like a light bulb and a click. And is it like, is it the same for everybody? Like, what, what do you, what would you say is that click that you're like, I'm really leaning into this now and embracing it versus wanting it, but kind of resisting it.
1: You know, it's, um, it's funny because I mean, like, I I think that you can't discount the value of being in in a community because, you know, this is what you wanted us to get, you know? So I'm in the curriculum doing the work and, you know, it's in the work. It still took whatever, eight months for, for me to get it. So, you know, I think that there's, I think that it's really hard to look at, All the failures, waking up pretty much every day of my life in the wrong body, um, knowing it's the wrong body, it's the wrong shape, knowing that the only way to get happy is to fix it, looking at all of my actions and behaviors as weak or flawed or somehow dysfunctional, and then for that suddenly to not be true is not, it's not obvious that that could possibly be true. That, 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 that that's not really, that that's a way to look at it, but that's not the whole truth. And so what, what is going to create for a person to have the faith and the trust and the background to actually stop trying to figure it out in the way that, that everything else has been figured out? and try something new and let go i don't know i I talked to a woman the other day who was uh, telling me about how she was had been abused when she was a kid and in high school she had these abuse um these memories of abuse and she decided well this awful thing happened to me but how am i going to see this as a blessing and she turned it all around and she did it on her own so it's like it's possible for anyone to to take what information they're getting and make it all of a sudden work for them. Yep. But it was a process for me and it took the support of a community. It took time. So, so
0: is I'm curious if your process is is kind of actually the same as mine. So tell me if you think that this is actually what it sounds like to you. So for me, like, trying to like eat healthy and take care of myself literally felt like a war. Like regardless of like what weight I was at, it was like this endless war of like trying to be somebody or become somebody or fix something or do better. And then one day something literally clicked in me that like I am enough and I can love myself exactly as I am right now. And when I loved myself, like truly in my heart and my body, felt love for myself my habits started to naturally change because they were naturally loving to myself versus trying to have this war of being good enough that was like this fight between like discipline punishment overeating undereating. it actually turned to like this when I came to the surrender of like oh wait you are enough from the inside out instead of from the outside in and then it became, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that it's always easy. Like there are plenty of days that like are still hard or I still struggle, but like, like there's always a thing, but like, it's amazing how much easier it became when I had this surrender of loving myself. And then my na- my habits became loving to myself.
1: I, I would say, I, I mean, like my experience was similar, but it was. it was governed by, it was governed by, I'll, every every impulse that I had was the wrong one, and I could see it because I knew that I knew that if I were to try to like for for it was you know in the context of like romance, I knew that every impulse that I had to feel okay through somehow getting it from this other person would would fall apart on me, and so it was like it was like it was like it was like okay, well then I have to love myself, but I was like, how do I do that? And I was like, hmm, I'll be inspired and then I was like okay I'm inspired and then I was like I feel great and then I was like now they'll like me and I'm like oh, <laughs> like <no. laughs>
0: I getting like, yourself into a trap <laughs> nope
1: I was like nope nope that's not gonna work and then I was like okay well then how do I know that I like it and I'm like I know that I like it because I'm gonna have certain experiences and I'm gonna do certain things and I'm like okay good and I had to like really like I am mean, honestly I had to recenter like my center had to move my center had to move from am i okay looking around am i okay to to being like um you know are you okay you're okay and and that's not how like that shift i mean that shift happened very quickly but that shift was all of how i know that i'm safe had to shift and so it, it did and and then the coolest thing that came after that is I've never, like, I discovered that what I thought was confidence wasn't. I've had, I've had bravado. I'm good at things. I can, I can get stuff done. I'm really good at stuff. I'm a skilled person. But mm-hmm. I've always seen my value come from the results. My value comes from what I can do for you. My value comes from how this will go. And, and all of a sudden, that shift of, like, am I okay to being, like, I am okay Like, I'm doing things for myself. I'm going and working out. I'm cooking myself awesome, delicious meals that I enjoy more than I used to enjoy any of my meals. And I'm, like, taking control of my environment because it has to take care of me because all of a sudden I'm seeing what I want for myself. And now I'm experiencing what confidence feels like for the first time. I've never experienced this. I've never experienced, oh, I can have that because, because I like who I am, because I deserve it. Like I can actually go and say, no, like I'm going to have this because fuck yeah, I'm going to have this. It's I, like confidence I, with a,
0: yourself versus confidence in the process that will get you a result. Yeah. Yeah. Like confidence in my
1: wow. attributes. Wow. Yeah, so so I, I had confidence in my attributes, but not, it wasn't like, it wasn't just who I am. It wasn't in my bones. And so it's, yeah, it's a completely, it's a completely new experience for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That is really cool. That is really cool. Because I do remember like when I met you, you saying a lot of like, yeah, I know that I can do this because I've done it before. Like I've done this diet, I've lost this weight. I'm a really motivated person. Like I know I can do this, you know, it's like, but yeah, it, it was totally like, I know that I can follow a process that the process will get me the result. And there is, I love how you said the shift from am I okay, like externally Mm-hmm. like, external proof of am I okay versus yeah. going inward of, like, confidence that I'm okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting because, it's interesting because I, I always thought that something would change, and then, and of course I did, because that's how I looked to see if everything was okay. Is everything okay? And so I felt like I would get that feeling, like, I thought that it was out there for me. But I thought that it was out there for me when I finally got it all right. I would get it when I had the weight loss and I had the relationship and I had the success and everything else. Then it was like, oh, then you'll be, you know, like, confident or, you know, you will have what you want. You'll, you'll be satisfied. And suddenly discovering, no, 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 no. If you're, if you're satisfied and you do what you want – you will get what you want. And that, that, that I actually don't have to have all those things to actually be satisfied and to get what I want and to have what I want. I don't have to have any particular thing. My body is still overweight and there's nothing, and, and I don't have a feeling like, oh, well, if and when, it's like, no, I'm great. I, I, I love it and I'm doing, and I'm doing something to, to change my experience because yes. I'm excited to have that experience. Yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love this. I love this. This yes. makes me so happy. Yeah. Yes. I, I feel that it's like, yes, the click has happened. The light bulb is on. You have arrived. I love yes. it. Yeah.
1: Yes. No, I, I, it's, it's funny too, because there is such a different sense for me of like what my life is about now. It is absolutely like it is everywhere in my life it is unmistakable and completely different. Um, and easier, funner. I'm so excited and satisfied in the way that I do stuff. And I'm so proud of myself. Like, and, and that's like, I feel that 10 times a day I get experience being proud of myself. And it's like, it's like, it used to be like, Oh, my couch is dirty. I'll pick that up. Okay. Well you did that. That's good. Now it's like, hey my couch is dirty I'm like I'm picking it up and like it is just different like I'm enjoying everything that I'm doing to take care of myself as I'm doing it there's no there's no holdbacks there's no like oh but you didn't you know oh but you're you know you still have to do your taxes and that's you know mm-hmm. I would always have a holdback before and now I'm just like here for it like just
0: and I'm, I'm so and it's so cool to see because this is like living proof that it's just like just stay like just stay in it stay with yeah. it stay with it because yeah. I think where the struggle is, is so many people, they start early on and they're looking for that external. Am I okay? Am I okay? Am I not okay? Am I okay? Am I not okay? And they like, they give up on it before where you've been really dedicated to like, I'm going to learn about myself. I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to show up to my community. I'm going to ask for support. I'm going to give the support of what I'm learning. I'm going to be open to looking at it and, you know, seeing like, where can I improve? And then you get the click and it's you get the switch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it is funny too. Cause it's just like, I, I mean, I have been doing work and stuff has been getting better and better and better and major changes were happening, but that, that click was, I mean, it, like I can't see how my life will ever go back to the way that it was now. Like, yeah. So thank you. Thank you, Gina. Thank you for the program. Thank you for your dedication. Thank you for the time that you put into this and not giving up on me. Thank you for reaching out when I wasn't communicating. Um, you know, I mean, it means a lot that you made this. You know, you, you, you connected and you made a difference for me. So thank, thank you. you.
0: Thank you. It's it is such. It's been such a gift in my life to like be able to be just a part of your experience. And I know it's hard. Like it's really hard for anyone to talk about the challenges around like food and just this process. I, I am one of them of like a lot of struggle around the shame of not being able to feel in control over your body and your health. And I know a lot of people are really stuck there where they're like, I can't even get past the first point of being like, I'm ready to look at my own shit and my struggles and like get help with it. And so it takes something so special. And I, you know, I know there's so many people who are going to feel really inspired to be able to just be like, Hey, this is something that a lot of people deal with and they get stuck and they get stuck where they're at because of the fear of being able to talk about it. So I really appreciate that I can be a part of your experience and you've always been so open, and so sharing, and such a special part of our group, and our community. I yeah. love you so much.
1: <laughs> no, I, I love you, too, and, I, and I'm just so glad that um, this happened, and yeah, I mean, like, now that, now that I get it, now that I get why you did this, um, I mean, like, and it feels to me, honestly, like, I mean, I know that it's Mastering Mindfulness, it's based on, you know, food and stuff, but, like, honestly, it's, like, like, this is way bigger than that. This is, living a great life you know it's mm-hmm. it's like it's like getting past all of the messages that we just just kind inherit that we inherited and getting to what message we want to hear from ourselves you know and like completely changed i mean like I, i'm so excited about what my life is going to be like now so thank you
0: <laughs> so much what are you excited for ahead like um any I mean, have things been coming in for you that you've been inspired about lately I mean, yeah, I mean like I am
1: I'm I'm well I'm feeling a lot more confident. So I'm definitely, yeah, there's I mean like I'm gonna go for some stuff that I haven't gone for before. And I mean there's a lot that yeah, there's a lot that I want to make my life about. Um I mean like I'm super excited to like I'm super excited because I'm like on this mission now that's like, hey, like I'm 38. Um I've got to body like here and like i've done like i'm just i'm so excited to be like hey like let's live in this body let's go do stuff and so i've been moving a ton and like I-, I love crossfit so i mean like i'm doing crossfit much less insane than i used to and i'm really <laughs> really excited to like i'm really excited to like go down that path and like do other like physical things and um yeah i'm excited oh i've been cooking a ton and like I know I've been loving
0: your inspired foods I'm like a lot of your meals inspire me I'm like I gotta I gotta do like the healthy stir fry thing or the the fried rice healthy fried rice that you did like
1: yeah
0: I'm so inspired by your inspiration of like (laughs) so excited yeah yeah
1: so I was thinking about that like I mean like I really want to like do more cooking like cooking has really changed for me like what healthy cooking is is it's like it's become kind of more of a it's like a I don't know. Yeah, it's very creative. Like I get to be so creative. I'm like I have all these great ingredients. Like I, you know, it's it's helpful. Like knowing what all the good foods are and stuff. Um, obviously, which uh, you teach, and being able to take all those things together and then like turn it into something delicious. Um, that's really, uh, that's really exciting for me. And then also, I mean, my relationship with my child has already changed,
0: and Aww. I'm just
1: so much more energetic. Um, like I'm literally, I mean, everything has changed. Like everything has changed. Uh,
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. I I don't even know. Like, it's hard to even like, it's hard to put it into like, like, I don't know. I'm living my life, you know, I'm just happy. So, yeah.
0: So proud of you. Just amazing. And I know, I know you're proud of you and I love it. I love it so much. Uh, I'm really excited to continue to like, just keep hearing about what you're discovering and how you're evolving and and just what's ahead. And I'm sure I'm going to have some bumps in the road ahead. You're probably going to hit like, "Hmm, didn't see that one coming, but like all a part of the experience. Well,
1: and knowing that I have a community is awesome. And, you know, they've been there for me. And so, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Mastering Mindfulness Group is just a huge part of my life now. I, oh, I didn't wow. I didn't I didn't realize that they would become like my closest friends too. So, yeah. you know, this is awesome what you've done, what you built. So thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. And I so appreciate you being willing to having this conversation with me. It's so special. Yeah, no, it's it's my pleasure. It's, it's it's my you pleasure. Both.
1: You know, please take <laughs> it in.
0: Thanks, Ian.
1: You are welcome.